0: This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Hey bartender, hey bartender, pass me a drink. Pass me a drink. The reason that I'm here, the I'm here is I need time to think. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast, the only bar. Well, let's it's not really a bar, but you can pretend this is a bar. And this, is, uh, this would be the only bar where you don't have to wear a damn face mask if you choose not to. But I do encourage everybody to wear a face mask for at least the time being. I am your bartender. I am uh, the dude. You can call me Anthony if you choose. That's all up to you. Uh, it's good to be back. Decided to take a couple weekends off, just or take the weekend off just to, you know, visit family and kick back, relax, and, you know... I, it i it was a strain to get me to uh want to go out uh, you know i have no problem visiting the family i mean but uh with all everything that's going on right now it's just been a, it was a tough but very much needed time away from everything get away from uh all the crap that's going on uh, the covid and and all the other stuff going around in other cities uh, I just felt like I needed to get away, so it it was worth having to wear a uh, face mask for uh, eight hours straight on an airplane. I'm I'm you know I am fully aware now of how bad be- my breath can actually stink. So uh, by the way, I'm single. And uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, so anyway, let's get started. This is the Wednesday shot. Uh, quick shot episode so what do we got to do we got to tell you about a quick shot so check this out this short shot wednesday's uh shot of the week comes from the tipsy bartender we all know and love that guy he is all over social media excellent bartender excellent uh at showing how to make drinks and a great personality i haven't met the guy yet i hope to have him on my show someday so if you any of you are friends with the tipsy bartender uh let them know that Hey Bartender Podcast would love to have them on the show. So this shot that the Tipsy Bartender just recently taught me how to make is called the oil spill shot. Now, how you t- uh, do the oil spill shot. You take some tall shot glasses, you know, uh, that take about uh, two sh- uh, two shots of alcohol inside it. Okay. You take, uh, you take yourself a tall shot glass. You pour yourself about, I don't know, maybe about... Uh, all, close to three-quarters of the way Goldschlager. Make sure you get a couple of those gold flakes in there. Don't worry, they're edible. And then you take your blue Curacao. Now, what you want to do, this is very important to the tipsy bartender, you uh, take your spoon, dip it ever so slightly into the Goldschlager and pour the blue Curacao down the side of the Goldschlager. Now, there's a reason for that. But we're let's finish up talking uh, talking about the drink. Once you get the blue Curacao in there, you get everybody's buddy, Jägermeister. You love it or you hate it. doesn't matter who you are. And uh, what you do is layer on the top of all of that a little bit of Goldschlager uh, just to fill up the glass. And the way the Tipsy Bartender does it, it's uh, amazing. The presentation is great. Because the blue Curacao, the way he pours it in second instead of just putting it flat on the bottom... It kind of blends into the Goldschlager and kind of has that fade effect as it reaches the top. It's really cool. I have no idea how it tastes, but uh, you know, with a little bit of uh, Blue Curacao, which is supposed to be kind of an orangey flavor, the Goldschlager, which is cinnamon, been known to take my head off if I do it too fast, uh, and the Goldschlager. You probably got yourself a good shot, right? Uh, I mean, the Jägermeister, you probably got yourself a good shot out there. So if you guys go out there and test it, uh, make sure to let me know. Do it at HeyBartenderPodcast.com or uh, message me on Facebook, HeyBartenderPodcast, or on Instagram, HeyBartenderPodcast. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about any of these drinks that I tell you about. Or if you got a drink that you think can top that, Please let me know. I'd love to relay that to everybody out there. Uh, But uh, as some of you know, I reached over 5,000 listeners. I'm still really excited about that. The numbers are still going up. And, you know, for me, I've been doing this podcast for a little while, 110, 111 episodes right now. And, you know, some people would probably sit back and say, oh, 5,000, oh, well, whatever. You know what? That's a fucking milestone to me. I fucking love it. Uh, I'm hoping this num- that my numbers keep going up, and I'm gonna keep doing this because I enjoy the shit out of this. You know, all you bartenders and servers out there, if you have anything that you realize that you enjoy the shit out of doing, just keep doing it, no matter what anybody uh, says, because I really enjoy doing this. I get to meet some really cool people. Uh, and I get to exercise my audio production skills that I got a long time ago before the everything went digital and, it, you know, it's just fun. And plus it helps me with my speaking to people activities and, uh, you know, get over the whole anxiety thing about talking. So, you know, that's, uh, that's why I do this. Uh, thank you so much for listening. So Anyway, let's get started with the show. Uh you know, just uh since I was on vacation, I uh was wandering around uh various airports and I was trying to plug plug the show. I was wearing one of my Hey Bartender podcast t-shirts available at Hey uh at www.heybartenderpodcast.com and talking to bartenders and uh you know, having a little bit of uh having a little bit of fun. Just uh you know, just trying to get to know people and try to find more people that would like to be on this podcast. If you want to be on the podcast, just let me know. Uh, and I met uh, met some really groovy people, you know, airport bartenders. They were really busy, so I couldn't really get into uh, what, you know, what their lives are like. If you're an airport bartender and you have the time to talk to me, let me know. Because there, I got like a dozen questions for you. Uh, most most importantly, the question of how do you establish regulars because the people are constantly traveling in and out. Now, if you're if you work for one of those uh, airline uh, badass executive rooms, you probably have a, quite a few regulars because the people travel quite a bit. But you know, if you're just the bar at Chili's or uh, just a regular bar in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Airport or wherever, one of the hubs, uh, do you really have a chance to really get regulars? I really have no idea about that. Uh, but there's there's a lot of things that I want to know. But one thing that I did have, a uh, you know, it wasn't a really big deal. I was just following airport guidelines because I really wanted to go to Oregon and visit my family. Uh, wearing a mask from the second you enter the airport to the second you are, uh, you leave now. Well, even, uh, even all the stuff that I did while I was visiting all my family, all the restaurants that you go into, uh, casinos, uh, you know, all that stuff, masks being, uh, pretty much a mandatory everywhere. I can handle that. That's not a big deal to me. Uh, but uh you know i just got to remember even for my own self to take a breath mint before i put that in uh, it's not that i have poor hygiene or anything like that it's just uh uh you know you don't uh, sometimes you're too busy to brush your uh teeth that many times in a day but uh that hopefully that didn't just gross everybody out but i'm uh wearing the mask and i'm wandering around all these places And I'm laughing at some of the people that think that they're following uh, guidelines to where they're at because the mask is down around their chin or even like our president, it was under his nose or some people were uh, dangling it from their ear and they're they're just sitting there all proud of themselves just going, hey, I'm wearing a mask. You know, what's the big deal? Uh, I've got a mask and uh, I just... I have to laugh at that. It's uh, it's just hilarious to me. But you know, let uh, you know, everybody, you got uh, we got to stay healthy from each other. We got to stay healthy healthy for ourselves. So until uh, finally everything starts to calm down a little bit, I have no problem wearing the mask. This is your bartender speaking. I ha- I have no problem wearing the mask because there are things out there that I want or need and in order to get them I have to wear a mask seems like a pretty small price to pay it doesn't really hurt my dignity unless I try to put the I pretend like the mask is a bikini and try to put it around my junk but it's it's really not that big a deal so uh, bartenders servers yes your customers once they sit down at their table they do not have to wear their mask anymore because drinking and eating is really tough with a mask on uh, you know, just make sure that you protect yourself. You wear your mask. Uh, some places uh, insist on rubber gloves. Um, uh, and clean their tables. It's uh, that's how you uh, the restaurant people will keep the customers safe. And you know what? All of a sudden, I feel like shit because a whole bunch of uh, restaurants have just closed again. And uh, so remember. That you got brothers and sisters out there that are uh, aren't working right now, so you know send them good energy, help them out if you can. There are various charities out there that can help out uh, people who aren't making money because of the COVID situation right now, and uh, you know uh, in, enjoy the fact that you are working. You know, some because I got a day job and I there are days where I'm like, oh god, I gotta go again, but. I'm happy I have a job, because without a job, I have no money, and with no money, uh, life is really difficult. Uh, you know, you, you start getting phone calls from people you don't want to talk to. You know, at least two or three an hour, and they have no regard of time. You know, I'm getting I'm getting phone calls at 10:30 at night, and I'm like I pick up the phone and go what? And they say, "Excuse me, this is." This person from this service, we noticed that you're late on this payment. I, I said, look, I get paid Friday, and it's after 1030. Don't call me again. Hang up the phone. They still call me. Uh, I think that's actually a law that they can't after I tell them not to call me anymore. I don't know. Somebody look that up for me. But it's just it's kind of a mess out there for people in the service industry, isn't it? Uh, bartenders and servers were pretty much the first ones that were decided that were non-essential. Yeah, uh, we don't need them. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, we can open up the restaurants to keep the businesses going, the small businesses going. Um, or maybe they're even just opening it up so that the large businesses could uh, start making money again. But all the bartenders and servers out there are having a hard time because. They're not getting the hours they used to. Uh, sure, unemployment is there and available. Some of us are a little bit too proud to get unemployment because it feels like a failure in our life. Now I'm here to tell you, I felt like that at one time when I lost a job. It's like I that means I failed uh, if I go get an unemployment. Just remember, unemployment that is your money, and uh, you can do with it whatever you want because it's your money. You pay into it every paycheck, believe it or not. So go get that money. That's uh, that's my advice to you. But, uh, you know, some of the restaurants have gone back to uh, uh, drive up only. And, you know, a lot of uh, people that I talked to when I was out traveling around, they uh, were proud and they, you know, they took pride in telling me that, that they – Ha- haven't cooked dinner for themselves as often as they used to in order to keep the businesses open around us and you know what i'm sure the those all of those businesses greatly greatly appreciate that of you because we the restaurants can't bring in the volume anymore and but the, it still comes down to the bartenders and servers you can't give a long island ice you can't pour a long island iced tea and bring it out into the parking lot, at least in some states. Maybe maybe in Nevada you can. I know in Texas you can order a margarita from just a corner store and then drive off they put some blue tape on it to discourage you from dropping a straw on it, but who, who are we kidding here? Come on. A friend of mine and I once drove up to the, one of those things, and she got the whole menu, or she looked at the whole menu and decided that she wanted, like, a strawberry daiquiri. We even got jello shots, and... Not just the uh, little things in the cup I'm talking about the syringes and big syringes of j- uh, jello shots uh, and uh yeah, they were potent, very potent but that's beyond the point. you know without uh, without going to work, we don't get our we don't get our paychecks we don't get our tips and uh, truth being told, I just found out recently, I apologize to most of my listeners who uh, may be a part of this sort of thing, but I only found out recently that uh, a lot of people that work in the service industry, bartenders, uh, servers, uh, even uh, outside of the restaurant industry, hairstylists, uh, massage parlors that don't give happy endings. uh, They work, May, well, they, maybe the happy endings. But, oh, I didn't. Let's not get into that. Uh, they work strictly on tips alone. And uh, when I bartended, I bartended in in Oregon, and I got minimum wage plus a couple extra bucks because the manager told me that when he's not there, I'm in charge. Okay, uh, so you know is an extra incentive to try to be a team leader of sorts. Uh, I got a little, uh, I got a buck or uh, buck and a half extra maybe. And now I'm hearing, uh, from, uh, some of my, uh, some of my previous guests or followers. Uh, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to mention their names, but they are very loyal followers. I'll mention them some somewhere else to make up for it. Something happy. um, uh, but they were mentioning that they make below minimum wage, if that, uh, for an hourly wage. And so they're pretty much stuck making tips only. Now, I think that's bullshit. And because, you know, there's got to be, the there are laws out there. You got to pay them at least minimum. You got to pay people at least minimum wage to be uh, working for you. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I don't have a sidekick on this show because I can't afford a sidekick like all the other podcasts have, like uh, Chris Hardwick has somebody that if he forgets a uh, detail uh, about a movie reference that he made, uh, they look it up automatically on their computer, probably on IMDb, or Joe Rogan has, uh, has a sidekick on his show that uh, doesn't speak much. Uh, uh, cause I can't pay it because uh, this is a free podcast. So, uh, but I'm willing to do this for free, but just because I'm bored. <laughs> so that's why I'm going to promote somebody that or a group, uh, that I really didn't get much, uh, uh, get much permission. I did talk to him a little bit, did invite him on the show, but I haven't heard from him since, uh, the one fair, uh, one fair wage. Uh, if you go to their website, onefairwage.com, they are a group that uh, is the voice of everybody getting a fair wage, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, tipped service workers um, or even, uh, you know, all uh, pretty much anybody who doesn't make at least minimum wage. And they also have other branches to make sure that. Women get paid the uh, same as men. That's been a problem for centuries. Uh, and uh, the One Fair Wage Group, they are actually a good voice. Uh, and they are actually really trying their best to help out uh, the service industry to, uh, to make sure that, you know, we don't lose our house. We don't lose our cars. We don't lose our apartments. Uh And just to make sure that our heads stay afloat. And so if you want to know more about One Fair Wage, go to OneFairWage.com, read about what they have to say, and join their cause. And uh, if you need a little bit of help out there, you can contact them about that too. Because we all need help from time to time, and we just have to talk ourselves into asking for it. But it is bullshit. I, I, every time I think about it, it is such bullshit that a lot of places. Uh, one person told me in New York where they make zero hourly wage and they're forced to make tips only. And uh, you know, I, I truth being told, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna get truthful here with you guys. Um, I never thought of uh, exotic dancers. As, uh, you know, I thought they work strictly for tips. And truthfully, uh, I really didn't think about, you know, do these girls um, make a, a minimum wage? Does Do they get paid to be there? I know the headliners probably do uh, to get, you know, to get like uh, famous porn stars or famous strippers into their uh, into their location. But some uh, some I'm sure have to pay. To get uh, to get to be able to dance there. I, I'm pretty sure I've heard that before, but uh, the bartenders and servers, you know, what does that turn your service into when you are working strictly for tips? And then you run into those schmucks that say, I don't believe in tipping. And so now they're taking up space and taking up your time uh, for free. Uh, you know, you're, no, you're no longer getting paid just because this one guy does not believe in tipping. Now, if you do make an hourly wage and you run into a person that says those famous words, I don't believe in tipping, it doesn't hurt as bad, but yes, they are still taking up valuable real estate from people that would possibly tip you. It's, a uh, really difficult thing for me to talk about because I don't know all the details. That's why I wanted to get somebody from uh, one fair wage onto the show. So I could learn some more details and hopefully spread those, uh, that knowledge onto you guys. But you know, I just, I think that's horseshit it, that there are people out there that are working for tips alone. And uh, probably by the end of the year come tax season, it, becomes a huge headache because you have to keep track of all of your tips to make sure that you file your taxes properly. And uh, I'm sure bartenders who don't make an hourly wage, they get audited more often uh, than the bartenders that do. It's uh, mind-boggling, mind-blowing. It's just one of those things. Well, anyway, people, that was the uh, that was the short shot episode. I'm going to get off my soapbox about the hourly wage. I'm going to probably have a longer show about that, hopefully in the future. A um, couple things uh, before we get going. I'd like to thank Holly Bug. Uh, sh- she is somebody that follows me on Facebook. She's been very supportive. She's uh, commented, liked uh, a whole bunch of posts lately. So thank you very much, Holly Bug, if you listen to the show. Um, uh, if you want to contact me, anybody wants to contact me, do you want to be on the show or you want to share a drink with me, email me dude at heybartenderpodcast.com or you can contact me on the Facebook page and Instagram page. Uh, both of those are heybartenderpodcast. podcast. Uh, if you want to uh, grab yourself some heybartenderpodcast bartender podcast swag, help support heybartenderpodcast. bartender podcast, head on over to www.heybartenderpodcast.com. Pick up a T-shirt, pick up a sticker, pick up a challenge coin. It, uh, be very grateful that way I can keep this show going, and uh, you know keep and keep bringing uh, other stories from other bartenders in because you know it's a lot of fun and I just really enjoy doing this. So until next time, people. Uh, as usual, uh, thanks for joining the show. I love you guys for listening. Remember to jump on iTunes or wherever you listen to Hey Bartender podcast and comment and rate my show. That would be awesome if you guys did that. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's Go? I just got hit!